Welcome to episode 132 of the Startup Show. Today we are here in Zurich talking to the CEO and co-founder David Bloch and we are talking about the future of the profession of lawyer. We are talking about AI at Legartis, but we also talk how to find practically your co-founder for your startup. Make sure to stay tuned. Welcome to episode 132 of The Startup Show. Today we are here in Zurich and I'm very excited to talk to the CEO and co-founder of Legardis, David Bloch. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you, you know, legal tech, law tech, or whatever you want to call it. It's super exciting, very trendy at the moment. As usual on The Startup Show, you get um, a minute and a half to introduce yourself to my audience. Before you do that, I actually want to say thank you to a couple of people helping me prepare for this show. I actually did some background research. Uh, so Julia Weisberg, Sonny Grunefeld, you know that? and Antoine Verdon. They all helped me out uh, to get some questions okay. uh, together to get you a little bit on the spot today. Um, so again, to start off, give us um, a couple of insights about yourself. I'm David Block. Uh, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Legartis. By training, I'm a lawyer. I studied law in Zurich as well as in Spain. Um, during my studies, I co-founded Foraus, a think tank on foreign politics. After my studies, I went to work for the foreign ministry in Korea, came back, worked here for one of the bigger law firms, took the bar exam, got admitted to the bar, and then um, I actually got into legal tech. You have to explain that to me. You did all your education in law, and now you're doing entrepreneurship. Can you explain to me um, what inspired you to do that? In fall 2016, I got approached by um, one of the accelerators here um, in Switzerland. They found me on LinkedIn. They saw that on one hand, I was interested in innovation, in entrepreneurship, and on the other hand, I had um, legal training. That was actually the combination which fascinated me. The legal market, Firstly, secondly, um, entrepreneurship, and thirdly, innovation. I saw the opportunity to combine my interest and my training, and that's why I got into. Even if you, you did so many years, is there anything like in, in law and now you're doing entrepreneurship, what is it that fascinates you about entrepreneurship? It's the possibility to create something. It's, it's the possibility to have an idea, to work on that idea, and then bring it actually into the market, into um, into the world and solve a problem, um, help people. That combination of doing something, creating something, and at the same time, doing it with other people. Cool. So, you know, give us maybe a short pitch about what Legardis does and uh, maybe, you know, give us a little bit of an explanation uh, what you guys are up to. Legartis is a prime legal tech startup here um, based in Switzerland, um, based here in Zurich. We optimize the analysis of contracts. Um, what does that mean? We focus on the whole um, life cycle of a contract. Firstly, before the signature of a contract, um, we give the person handling the contract the possibility to actually understand it. Because um, in order to sign off or to sign a contract, you need to understand it. Legartis detects automatically problematic clauses, unusual clauses, or missing clauses. After the signature of a contract, it's something a little bit different. You have a, um, a question and you're looking for an answer. And looking for that answer takes a lot of time. It's a lot of um, scrolling, a lot of searching through um, pages, and Legardis helps you to classify automatically um, your documents and give you an immediate access to the relevant information. When you're saying like you analyze the contract, what kinds of technology are you using at the moment to do that? We use the, the newest technologies of machine learning combined with natural language um, understanding. 
Okay, I mean, like you, you have any in your domain, you have like artists that AI. So I was assuming you're going to say something about artificial intelligence. Uh, <laughs> well, but but my, my question here would have been, you know, what is the actual artificial intelligence in your, you know, startup? It's that combination of um, legal knowledge combined with uh, machine learning and natural language understanding. So it's really, we have a full team of lawyers um, as well as law students who analyze sentence by sentence of contracts. And that analyzed content is then being used for the machine learning and the natural language um, understanding. And by doing so, we give the machine the possibility then to help um, the user. One of the key things that I see that was also mentioned by, by the guys who helped me prepare for this is there's so many different types of contracts. So there is, I would say, I know employment, I know uh, rental, but there are probably, you know, when you go into M&A activities, there's so many different types of contracts. So which ones are you focused on and where is, let's say, the limitation? When we developed the prototype, we used end-user license agreement. So one type of license agreements that is being available actually in the internet. But now we focus on license agreements um, and service level agreements. And you asked me about the limitation? Well, the sky's the limit. Um, basically, there is no limit to the type of contracts we're going to uh, focus on. Having said that, we take one type of contract um, at a time, so step by step. Yeah, but I mean, I can imagine that there's some, for example, like uh, divorce uh, contracts or, uh, as I said, M&A deals. Like, this is something you believe you can tackle at some point? Yes, in- definitely. Um, I believe that um, there, are, um, there are type of clauses, type of provisions that um, appear in every type of contract. So, for example, a choice of law um, clause, which appears in every type of contract. That's pretty much um, the same in an employment contract as in a license agreement. But when it comes to duties, then it's another thing. And there uh, it becomes a little bit more specific. We have to train the, um, the classifier, the, the machine, um, for every type of contract um, specifically. I can imagine that probably many people who interact with lawyers that's on a daily basis, one of the key things is probably the personal relationship that they have with the lawyer. So what, what do you see, let's say, when you speak to potential clients uh, is there any setback when they say like, well, we don't trust the machines or like, you know, uh, maybe the other way around, we only want the machines. What do you, what's the feedback that you get from your clients? Well, we tackle a, a market that hasn't been digitized a lot. And for, when it comes to that, then there's definitely um, some um, skepticism. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of questions. They want to know. They want to see the possibility. They want to actually learn. And that's where we come in. Um, we give them answers. We show them what's possible today. We show them what's possible potentially in the future. I would say when it comes to quality, we're at the same level. Um, the same level as a young lawyer, a, a human being that is actually analyzing contract. But when it comes to speed and um, working over a long time, the machine doesn't get tired and the machine is a lot faster. Sure. So maybe walk me through like the practicality of such a contract. So I come to you and I bring you the contract and then what happens? Well, um, firstly, we have to know what you want to see, what do you want to analyze. Um, we want to know is what's of interest to you, to your user, to your employees. Typically, we work with um, big um, companies, not law firms, more um, big enterprises. And there, it's, it's about the project. What do they want to review? What do they want to detect? 
And then we start um, actually um, training. We uh, take a set of contracts, we analyze it sentence by sentence, and by doing so, with that training material, then we train the, ma uh, the machine. After a couple of weeks, we give you the, the whole um, thing back, or you get actually access to our product, and you can do the review um, not in, uh, in, in a couple of weeks. You can do that actually within seconds. Within seconds. Okay, that's very cool. I mean, like when you look at, let's say, the, the profession of being a lawyer, um, over the next couple of years, uh, what would be, let's say, your ideal vision of such a profession? Firstly, I would say I would have to start with what do we believe at Legartis? We believe in the combination of machine and human being. We believe that um, the machine will be able to replace, in, in one way or the other, the repetitive work. So when it comes to the professional lawyer, um, he or she then actually can do again what he or she was trained for. So. I didn't go to, to the university. You asked me about my sure. education. I didn't go to the university just to go hundreds of pages looking for the relevant information. I went to university to then work with that relevant information. And Legartis gives me that possibility, that ability. What's next in the, on your roadmap and where you see like the biggest challenges coming up now? In the upcoming weeks, it's um, definitely um, development of the product um, as a startup it's always and um, we're now focusing on the MVP it's 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 a challenge as a startup to focus on the features you want to develop and all the possibilities secondly it's sales because I think sales is key and thirdly although we just closed the financial round um, it's definitely the next financial round cool so let's say um, you know when you say like you're looking for for the next sales what are let's say the perfect client when you like put like kind of a persona and everybody out there is watching, should I call him now? <laughs> so that's definitely larger companies. Yes. Companies who have a lot of data or have a lot of contracts. You asked me about the type of contracts. When it comes to new type of contracts, we have to train. So we need at least um, a, a certain number of, of um, documents. Within companies, it's uh, our experience has shown that it's legal departments, procurement teams, and HR departments. Mm -hmm. I mean, you also mentioned um, your first MVP. What is like, let's say, the, the process of getting to this first MVP? Well, we're lucky. Um, we're really lucky because um, we were able to um, acquire three pilot customers, SAP International, that's Rehau, and one of the big Swiss insurances. These companies, they help us. Um, they give us feedback on a regular basis. We get actually to train on real data, real contracts, and that's, that's amazing. And by doing so, um, we're now able to develop um, that MVP based on that feedback, based on the requirements they have given us. Sure, sure. I mean, you, just, you also said you just closed your, your last funding round or your first funding round. Um, I read it in, in the press release you sent me, but can you explain to me how that was for you to speak to investors, talk about money, give up equity? It was very exciting because I learned a lot. Um, I learned to present Legartis, firstly. Secondly, um, I learned what are the critical questions. So that helped us again in the development of the product, in actually um, learning a lot more about what are the, the focus is going to be. And you asked me about um, giving up equity. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, although I think, yeah, Legartis is our baby. I knew from the start that it's going to be part of the whole journey. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, like, do you feel like it was hard to convince them to give you the money or like, how was the process itself? 
Well, again, I think we were lucky. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a great opportunity we, uh, which presented itself. Um, firstly, uh, we do something in legal tech itself. Uh, legal tech, it's, it's a boom. It's, um, it's new. Secondly, we do something in AI, um, artificial intelligence. Again, um, it's definitely we had something to present. I think it was the combination of having an amazing team, having a good product. We received a grant, for example, in December from um, CTI um, today in Swiss. Um, we um, had our three pilot customers. We had an amazing team, um, the, the good product. So the whole combination, yeah, it was definitely not a lot of convincing, but it was necessary that we presented ourselves in a good way. Right, right. So when you look at, let's say, a little bit uh, beyond like your office and look into the local, let's say, the Zurich or the Swiss startup ecosystem, how do you perceive this ecosystem here? Two things. Um, firstly, I would say um, Zurich itself or Switzerland itself presents an amazing situation. We have amazing universities, so there's a lot of research. There's money, definitely. At the same time, when it comes especially to uh, financial resources, um, I would say for a lot of startups, it's quite uh, difficult or it can be quite difficult just because, especially at the early stage, I'd say that the, the typical Swiss investor is a little bit hesitant on risk averse. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's important to you in an investor? Honesty and um, the the ability that I'm actually able to talk um, openly. You have 10 seconds to say why. Um, so, um, I want to be, I, I was always honest in my um, presentation. I want to speak out loud. I want to say what I think and I want to discuss not only good results, I want to um, discuss as well bad results or challenges. Nice. Challenges. <laughs> yes. Um, what's your best tip to get an investor? Again, be honest. Um, present yourself. <laughs> present the case as it is. Um, don't present it as it could be or uh, as you wish it to be. Present it as it is. And I think on the long run, um, you're going to gain. What traits do you look for when you hire someone? That he or she is a good fit to the whole, um, in, into the whole team. Um, I wouldn't say it's a, one specific characteristic. She or he has to be a good fit. Um, but in Cultural end, fit, you mean? Cultural or skills fit. or both? Both. I think it's not only social, it has to be experience, it has to be education, um, it has to be, it has to fit. And in the end, the team is a puzzle. And um, if you want to create something big, the puzzle has to, to work together. Sure. Or the puzzle pieces have to work together. Uh, what are some tips for balancing work and life? I would say manage your agenda. Um, wisely. So um, the beginning or the end of the week, at some point in the week, plan your week and give yourself free time as well. Um, so in the end, um, sports, uh, friends, your whole network um, is very important. And I think on the long run, um, if you want to succeed, you have to take that into account that free time is important as well. Right. We're in for the marathon and not the sprint, right? Exactly. <laughs> nice quote there. Okay, the, the most important character um, in an entrepreneur is? The ability always to stand up again. Um, so never give up. Um, there's, um, it's a roller coaster. If you face a challenge, yeah, take it um, and try to solve it and then proceed. Mm -hmm. have you, do you have like any like encounter you remember specifically of like... When that happened to you? In my entrepreneurial yeah. um, experience? Well, it can be also in your corporate world, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say, yeah, definitely. Um, well, from my time before Lagardis, I'm the bar exam. That wasn't easy for me. Um, that was definitely a challenge for me. 
David, now is your moment um, to give um, all the students out there and everybody who is looking to get um, in your seat at some point uh, to get some advice from you. Um, so feel free to give us about 30 to 60 seconds um, some expert advice where you feel you are the expert. Don't do it yourself. Um, I would say if you want to succeed as an entrepreneur, um, you're definitely going to fail if you feel um, that you have, you're the only one who knows uh, what is best or who knows the, the only solution. In order to succeed, it's um, collaboration. Um, it's, a, it's a full team you need. You need, um, you need partners um, inside the company, but as well outside. Look for the right people. Um, take the time to um, find the right team, to find the right fit for you. And then if you see an opportunity, take it. Practical. Where did you find your co-founders? Um, Or let's say people <laughs> for your team? Well, um, very different. First, um, Mark, my co one of the co-founders, I uh, actually met him through my parents. Um, Michael, I knew... Um, I looked up on LinkedIn and looking, I was looking for people with a technical background. I had, um, at that point, I was aware that we needed um, technical knowledge, but I wasn't aware what kind of. And so I was talking to a lot of people and luckily, uh, one of the first um, talks I had was with Michael. And the last one, Don, um, was referenced through a lot of people. So um, it's, it's definitely research um, and asking people. It's, and some luck. Yeah, some luck. <laughs> well, but you're not going to succeed. Sure. Um, or I would say Legartis was luck as well. Sure, for sure. Okay, David, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed that talk. Thank you very much, everybody who stayed all the way till the end of this video. I appreciate your time. Have a great day.